Are you feeling anxious, fearful, uncertain due to this alarming surge of COVID-19 cases? Just when we thought that we are over the hump with COVID cases as low as 200 per day before Christmas Day, we are now close to 20,000 and health authorities are even predicting it will be higher by mid-January. We've been here before, weren't we? Hospitals turning away again patients due to overcapacity. Citizens blaming government. Authorities blaming ordinary folks. One of my service in my community is to update the list of people to pray for. Shockingly, in a matter of three days, people personally known to us totaled to 28 in one community and 16 in the other. And that's just in one chapter or district. And I kept adding more names as, as I what was writing this sharing. What a way to start 2022 with all these challenges and threats to health and life. What does the second reading in Titus say today? For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all, teaching us to reject an irreligious way of life and worldly greed, and to live in this world as responsible persons, upright and serving God, while we await our blessed hope, the appearance of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are asked to reject godless ways and worldly desires, that is to live temperately, justly, and devoutly. We are exhorted to continue to place our hope in Jesus. Saint Luke narrates today, The people were filled with expectation and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I am baptizing you with water, but one mightier than I is coming. I am not worthy to loosen the thongs of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Yes, Jesus will baptize with his Spirit and fire. Maybe we need not just ask for physical healing. More than ever, we need to be healed and purified by God's fire. We need to admit it, but our world has become broken and so much evil abound. I can't help but share these examples. Number one, some of you may have probably watched the video of a lawyer, a senatorial candidate in the 2022 elections, screaming expletives directly to an investigative journalist. With such vulgar rants and obscene language coming from a lawyer, he has been placed under preventive suspension by the Supreme Court itself, as the public has urged the court and the integrated bar of the Philippines to discipline him, adding that his actions are not only an insult to the woman journalist, but to the entire legal profession as well. Shocked as I, as I was, some people thought this lawyer's actions were acceptable and the Supreme Court just overreacted. Wow! Another example. Due to exposure to COVID-19 
positive persons and after isolating themselves for the required periods, our Vice President Robredo and her children announced that they have all tested negative and therefore can re- reunite physically as a family. So what's wrong with that? While many were happy for their family, again I was so shocked to read more nasty remarks, mockery, and even harmful wishes to this family. Don't you wonder why is our society full of hatred these days? While we may be frightened of this COVID virus because we don't really know what caused it or how or when it will finally end, there is another unseen, more debilitating virus that is causing the slow decaying of our souls. It is the virus of hate speech, telling lies, swearing, pitting Filipinos against one another. Younger people prefer to get their information or news through TikTok or Facebook. But we are aware these videos can be edited, spliced to spark further anger and hatred amongst people in our society. Studies have shown that lies laced with anger and hate spread faster and further than truths and facts itself. And many say it will even become worse as the day of national elections draw nearer. During the baptism of Jesus, God the Father revealed His Son. You are my beloved Son. With you, I am well pleased. Can God similarly say the same thing about us? What can we do to combat the growing evil in our society? How can we be more pleasing to God, our Father? Let me share some ways. 1. God loved us first, unconditionally, and nothing pleases Him more than when we put Him above everything else. If you love somebody, you would want to remain constantly in touch with Him and follow His will. Be faithful. Number two, God is pleased when we surrender to His will and relinquish our efforts to be in control. Yes, we may be doing a lot of noble things, but first, trust in God to lead us to do what He desires. Be obedient. Number three, God is pleased when we love our neighbor. Let's start with the people closest to us, our family, and those around us in our community. One person at a time, and that includes also the difficult people to love. Be forgiving. Number four, God has freely given us talents and gifts. In Luke 12 verse 48, much will be required of the person entrusted with much and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more god loves a cheerful giver be generous number five lastly god accepts our fasting and sacrifices but he is more pleased when we're merciful and compassionate especially to those people whom he loves 
the poor, the defenseless, the needy. Be compassionate. Be faithful, obedient, forgiving, generous, compassionate. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I am but a little speck in the universe, but with your strength and grace, I can do powerful things. Purify my heart that I may choose to always do your will. Help me to endure whatever this pandemic is doing in our world, believing it can also be a way of purifying us, stripping us of all that is not of your kingdom. Abba, as your child, I pray that my life also pleases you. Sanctify me with your fire to help me fight this unseen virus, a growing culture of evil. Make me an instrument of unity, not division, compassion, not cruelty, and love, not hatred, for all the people you send my way. Amen.